Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 3D Insights In Case You Missed It series. You know, we did a lot of podcasting in 2022, and some of our longer episodes consisted of multiple interviews. So you may have missed some of our juiciest conversations. So when there's a break in the action, like this week, we're going to go back and revisit those conversations. In this episode, we're taking you back to ECTC 2022, when I sat down and had a glass of wine with ASE's Bill Chen to learn more about the Heterogeneous Integration Roadmap. In case you missed it. Hi there, I'm Francoise Von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights Podcast. So I'm having a glass of wine with my good friend, Bill Chen from ASC, and he has been instrumental in the Heterogeneous Integration Roadmap. You know, we were just going to chat a little bit about it. Bill, we were just talking, can, can you talk a little bit about your vision for the, for the roadmap at this point? I mean, we've been, the roadmap's been happening for a few years, and what, where's your vision right now? I think the roadmap, which we originally released October the 10th, uh, 2019, and so if we look at that, the uh, roadmap uh, starting from 2019 has been mainly during the time of the lockdown. All right. And uh, in, during the time of the lockdown, we have been able to reach many, many different places, different conferences, and different parts of the world, um, U.S., East Coast, West Coast, uh, Europe, mm-hmm. Asia. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have been very much um, active in giving the message of the roadmap. The message of the roadmap is to look further into the future, uh, 15 years, and then uh, 25 years for materials, for new materials, and for new devices. The purpose of the roadmap is to develop pre-competitive collaboration among industry, academia, universities, research institutes, and the government in working together in looking at the future vision and said what needs to be done in removing the roadblocks mm-hmm. or removing a way to walk around the roadblocks so that the future would be easier and faster to accomplish in this new 50 years of Moore's Law. Mm-hmm. Because Moore's Law, in, in a way, is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And the next Moore's Law is the heterogeneous integration. And if you go back and read the original Moore's Law paper, you could see that what he is saying is that how do we develop a way so that we could we could make the easier in terms of developing products in the smaller pieces mm-hmm. and then expand them into the systems. 
I think he has a vision and he expressed the vision in his paper. Now most people think about his vision as the first few part of that paper. Now we are looking at the second part of that paper. And I think it's really important for us to continue the prosperity that the first part, 50 years of Moore's Law, mm -hmm. that we can continue with the heterogeneous integration direction that we have outlined in our roadmap. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about with you was um, how, you know, this has all been happening um, and in, in the course of these last few years also, the U.S. government became very aware of the need to increase our, um, you know, onshoring manufacturing. And there's, there's um, now policy being developed and um, money that's potentially going to be allocated in the CHIPS Act. How do we influence the policymakers to understand the importance of not just semiconductor manufacturing, but advanced packaging in the, in a, according to the roadmap? Well, in, in a very interesting way, the policymaker already know. 85 uh, pages of that uh, report was dealing with semiconductors. Mm -hmm. And within that 85 pages, there is a uh, uh, discussion about advanced packaging mm -hmm. and uh, discussion on the, uh, the importance of packaging and then the importance of advanced packaging in to put value into the system, in putting uh, uh, importance of basic research. And I think that's, that is the, the crux of the game for us. We need to have the basic research knowledge mm -hmm. as a foundation of the technologies in manufacturing, in, in bringing the science of hydrogenous integration to turn them into a technology of hydrogenous integration and put them into manufacturing, implement into products into, of the future. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about um, requests for information from the government and that um, the HIR had a session to help promote that and that you wrote um, a request that didn't involve money. And what was that request you were telling me about? Some of our HIR effort um, helped to work with SEMI mm -hmm. and uh, um, that developed into the proposal um, that went into NIST, the Commerce Department. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so that is a very important part of developing a roadmap for onshore manufacturing in the United States. And then we are also seeing that there is a, now a call out that uh, come from the National Science Foundation mm -hmm. asking proposals from universities uh, on co-design. Mm -hmm. If we mm -hmm. really think about it, co-design is really the beginning of what we need to do mm -hmm. into the future. Yeah, I feel like we've been talking about the importance of co-design for a long time, and it's nice to finally have it start to stick, and, the, and that understanding, you know, that this is something that's really critical. And I think that all came with chiplets, right? It's come with chiplets, also come with SIP. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so if one look at chiplets, 
SIP in a very important way is complementary. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we look at chiplets as a um, desegregation of um, system system chip, chip, that's that's one thing. But now how do we think about um, putting together the, uh, uh, let's say, photonics into it? Mm -hmm, And that's mm -hmm. obviously not... Co-packaged optics has become a big issue as well, right? right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. We need to think about what people are doing today for chiplets Mm -hmm. and then think about what people will be doing tomorrow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the idea of the chiplets. Well, and that's the whole idea of a roadmap, right? Is that we're not just talking about what we're doing today, but we're talking about what we need to do and and being forward-looking for the future and, and plan accordingly, right? And plan accordingly and, and also to be able to have, uh, in this case, the universities, um, academia research, to have them to come together mm-hmm. and collaborate and then connect the different ideas. For the example that we want to give mm-hmm. is that the, we have some very, very good people in the university research Mm -hmm. thinking about electrical design, system electrical design, system design. Then these people have to say, what happened in thermal? What happened with power? What happened with mechanical? And so they are all part of the design. And in our usual education, people were taught thermal part and had nothing to do with the other part. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they have to come down and connect and collaborate and then the whole thing would be one plus one equal to 25. <laughs> the HIR roadmap impacts not just the United States, it's also a global organization and so we're, we're talking about collaborative efforts ac- across the globe, right? So how do we reach not just the U.S. policymakers, but those around the globe to inspire that um, collaborative effort? I mean, there's, I feel like there's a danger of, company, of countries siloing their efforts, and that how do we keep that all open so that we can work together? Well, one of the very important things about HR is that the people who contribute to HR are all over the world. Right that is global effort contributing from the, the different brains across the world, whether they are in U.S., in Canada, Mexico, India, um, uh, Hong Kong, China, or, um, Taiwan, Korea, or, or if you just met, mention any of the countries mm-hmm. and, and when looked at um, our contributors, they are there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and so it's, it's crucially important that it is something that is, belongs to everyone. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, every place has a different need. And so how do one look at each of the uh, HR chapters and said? Oh, this one applied to here is this way, and but when you go to another place, it needs to be applied in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. 
Well, I want to thank you for your time today, and I look forward to having a longer conversation about this. Thank you very much. Take care. And uh, cheers. Cheers. There's lots more to come, so tune in next time to the 3D Insights Podcast. The 3D Insights Podcast is a production of 3D Insights, LLC.